on, let's give the Lord praise. Come on, he's worthy. Come on, somebody ought to shout on this Sunday morning. Come on, can somebody give the Lord a shout of praise? Come on, while you're clapping your hands. Oh, he's worthy. I said he's worthy. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. It's so good to be in the house of the Lord today. Amen. I am missing home, but I'm glad to be here. And uh, I had the privilege of meeting your pastor a few years ago, as he said, and we have become friends. Got to meet family uh, late last night, some today, and uh, daughters, and wife, and uh, you're blessed with wonderful leadership. Amen. And not only the Vasquez family, but also the Wilson family. Amen. And uh, Bishop Wilson has influenced my life and didn't know it. I was just a child, young man, and uh, preaching and uh, blessed through his preaching, his ministry through the years, and uh, I, I'm very, very honored, amen, to make his official acquaintance today, and um, so happy, amen, that I am able to be here. Um, my grandfather, my grandfather, I was raised, you'll know in a minute, if you had, you can sit down just a minute, you sit down just a minute, if you hadn't figured it out, I don't. I don't have this southern draw because I was raised in Florida. I was raised in Mississippi. And my grandfather came and preached here for Bishop Wilson's father many, many years ago. And uh, what, a, what a treat it is. I know that this is not the building that he preached in. Uh, the Lord has been good. And, uh, but here to follow up, my family uh, has been here uh, through the years, and I, I'm sure I've been here as well somewhere along the way as a child, but it's, it's, it's an honor to be back here today, and I, I was talking to my mother, and uh, she was filling me in on just a little bit of the, all of the stuff that she remembers about Potts Camp, my brother. He's just waiting for him. I know he'll come back. I know he'll come back something. You, you may find yourself in this situation. That was way before my time. Y'all are old. Amen. <laughs> Amen. But uh, they, she was telling me all about it. But it's, it's good to be here. I, I don't travel much. Um, if I do travel, I'm never, uh, I never miss a Sunday. And um, I don't know how this happened, but it happened. And uh, I traveled. I I. I told your pastor there's a warning that came onto my app on my flight that said there was weather. It would be wise to change your flight. And I said, hey, there's going to be bad weather. What do you think? We could just change it and I could come another day. And uh, he's all, oh, they're just they're warning you ahead of time. And uh, it ain't nothing going to happen. But he wasn't the one flying. <laughs> it didn't matter that it was red saying change your flight. And so we started out, and, the, and, the, and they came on and said, there will be no service. There's going to be a lot of turbulence in this flight. And uh, somebody just got killed on a flight that the turbulence was so bad. And I was thinking, my God, what did I do to let him talk me into this? But we prayed. <clears throat> Amen. And uh, God helped us. And uh, they, they came on and said, we don't know what happened. The weather's cleared out. And we, we hit a little bump. They said, never mind. <laughs> Come on, God is good. I didn't want to be sick, <clears throat> and I didn't want to die in an airplane yesterday. But anyway, uh, I'm glad to be here. If you'll stand again for the reading of the Word of the Lord, Judges chapter 6, they said that you guys were going to have time to eat lunch before you go to a 2 o'clock service. And I thought, man, I've got some pressure because it's 11 o'clock. It's almost... Amen, 10.42, and um, uh, thank you for the confidence. 
I'm not sure I can, but I'll try. Amen. Amen. I believe the Lord wants to do something great here today. I didn't come here to preach a sermon. You don't know me. I don't know you, but I do know we serve the same God. And the God that is working right now. Amen. And Apopka, Florida is the same God that's working right here in Potts Camp, Mississippi. I believe that's where I'm at. Amen. At Bethlehem Church. Amen. Is it the Lord? Can anybody, the presence of the Lord is in this house right now. Hallelujah. Amen. Judges chapter 6, verse 1, familiar scripture and the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord and the Lord delivered them into the hand of Midian seven years. The hand of Midian prevailed against Israel because of the Midianites, the children of Israel made them dens which are in the mountains and caves and strongholds. And so it was when Israel had sown that the Midianites came up and the Amalekites and the children of the east, even they came up against them. And they encamped against them and destroyed the increase of the earth till they come unto Gaza and left no substance for Israel, neither sheep, nor rocks, nor ass. For they came up with their cattle and their tents, and they came as grasshoppers for a multitude, for both they and their camels were without number, and they entered into the land to destroy it. And Israel was greatly impoverished because of the Midianites and the children of Israel cried unto the Lord. You go with me to verse 11. And it came to pass, and there came an angel of the Lord and sat under an oak which was in Orpha and pertained to Joash the Abersrite. His son Gideon threshed wheat by the winepress to hide it from the Midianites. The angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. And Gideon said unto him, O my Lord, if the Lord be with us, why then is all this befalling us? And where be all his miracles, which our fathers told us of, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But, thou, but now the Lord hath forsaken us, and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. And the Lord looked upon him and said, Go in this thy might, and thou shalt save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have not I sent thee? And he said unto him, O my Lord, wherewith shall I save Israel? Behold, my family is poor in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. And the Lord said unto him, Surely, I will be with thee, and thou shalt smite the Midianites as one man. Amen. I want to preach to you just for a little bit today about deliverance comes through surrender. Deliverance comes through surrender. Let's pray together and let's ask the Holy Ghost to minister here today. I feel the Lord wants to bring some deliverance on this Sunday morning to some people's lives. God, we love you. We thank you for this people, God, that has come to your house today because they love you. God, I pray right now, Lord, that you would help me. God, I pray that deliverance would come, and deliverance is predicated upon some surrender today. God, I'm asking you, Lord, to do your will, to do your work, accomplish what you called us to do today. Let us leave here differently than we come. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Everybody say, in Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. God bless you. You could be seated today in the presence of the Lord. On Friday, April the 3rd, 2004, a soldier was killed in action in Afghanistan. 
Every, every death is sobering, but this was something unique. There was something unique about this particular soldier. His name was Pat Tillman. And what he did was extraordinary. I know that many of you are way ahead of me because Tillman had everything a young man could want. He was drafted into the NFL by the Arizona Cardinals in 1998. He broke the franchise record for tackles in 2000. He was at the top of his game. He had a $3.6 million contract. And it had never been more secure, even though that wasn't a lot of money in that era. It was a lot of money. The Super Bowl champions were already courting him with three times the money. Pat Tillman was living the American dream. But on September the 11th, something happened. We all remember, I know that all of us remember September 11th, and there was a higher cause that gripped him. It was the following May, at 25 years of age, he walked away from the NFL, trading the multi-million dollar contract for an $18,000 a year salary as an Army Ranger. Tillman didn't make a big deal about this. He kept the enlistment quiet. He didn't do any interviews. He just told his friends he wanted to give something back to his country. It was two years later that he was killed in battle. His agent said they, they talk about the impact players in this business. And his assessment of Pat Tillman was he was an impact person. He went against the current. He marked those who knew him because there was a higher cause that gripped him. Surrender, deliverance. He was willing to walk away from what everybody said was the most important thing and what a difference he made because he was willing to surrender. In our text today, we read of a difference maker. We read of a man named Gideon. He wasn't a hero that we would talk about in Scripture, and I would tell you today that not every hero in Scripture was a headliner. Some are quieter heroes of the faith. Common people, amen. Common people like us, just like you and me, who did uncommon things because they placed their confidence in the unchanging promises of God. Can I tell you that God is a promise keeper? Amen. I said, our God is a promise keeper. If you can put your faith in him, I can tell you today that he will keep his promises. Amen, amen. I said he will keep his promises. Some of you here today are struggling and thinking, how is it going to work out? Can I tell you that God can use you to accomplish some great things because he is a promise-keeping God. I want to I just tell you today that in Gideon's 
the story of Gideon, we, we find that there is, there is so much information. There is a harvest that we can reap, amen, as we see Gideon's interactions with God. If you want to become, if you want to live in victory, if you want to break through to another dimension, then you can learn that there is some, there is some, rent, some surrendering that you've got to do if you want to live in the deliverance that God has promised you. Some of you are struggling with some things today because you're holding on. But if you want to live in deliverance, God has deliverance in this house this morning. But you got to be willing to surrender all. Come on, would somebody give the Lord some praise in this house today? Somebody has got to give God your everything. Gideon, Gideon was not very impressive at first glance. Amen. But he makes a decision. And, a, and this, this choice was that he would flow in his faith in God. I don't know how. I don't know when. He made all of the excuses that many of us make. Why? It can't be. But he put his faith in God. He made a decision that I'm not going to let all of the things that says I can't be get in my way to become everything that God has promised me. I want to preach to somebody today. You're letting some circumstances and situations keep you, keep you grounded in places that you're not supposed to be. There's victories to be won. There's deliverances to be experienced, but you gotta be willing to walk away and flow in faith with God. Come on, would you clap your hands to the Lord? Come on, would you give him some praise today? Oh, hallelujah. Some of you find yourself in some of the same situations that Gideon finds himself in. He was in a tough time. But tough times can get our attention. Amen. You might be in a hardship today and you're wondering, why in the world am I here? Can I preach to you today? God just wants your attention. God wants you to pay attention because you're not where you're supposed to be. There's some deliverance to be had. There's some breakthroughs that he wants to give in your life. Come on, tough times has only put you to your knees. Tough times have only caused you. Oh, hallelujah. I've, I've learned something. I, I haven't, I didn't just, just, just start. I've been, been around this as you've learned my whole life. But, you know, when things are going easy, sometimes we can forget God. You know, things are good. Things are okay. There's no trouble. There's no problems. There's no issues. And, and, and we, we just kind of take God for granted. God becomes the spare tire instead of the engine. God becomes, come on somebody. You find this. You find this in the story of, of Israel. You find this in the, in the uh, story of Gideon. They had forgotten God. They had forgotten God. They were doing the same things. They were doing the same things because you read in our text, amen, that whenever Israel would sow seed, there would be a harvest. But instead of enjoying the harvest, it was the Midianites that enjoyed their hard work because they, they had grown accustomed. The scripture says that they built, amen, in the mountains and caves, strongholds. It was never God's will for them to let the Midianites enjoy the fruit of their labor. Come on, but whenever, whenever you, you take things for granted, you can, you can just, uh, well, there'll be another day and there'll, never, there'll be another problem. And there's not, you know, you, you, you can just make all kinds of excuses while you're retreating. But the truth is, is that you're not, you're not willing to fight. You're not willing to stand because you've, you've forgotten God. Things are going okay. The bills are getting paid. Things are working out. But it's not the will of God. 
I said it's not the will of God for the Midianites to live off of your labor. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. It's not the will of God for you to be hiding in the caves and in the mountains when the enemy comes along. It's not the will of God for you to be like Gideon, threshing wheat at a wine press. A wine press is not made for threshing wheat. A wine press is made to make wine. It should be a place of excitement and joy, but you can get so far away from the things of God that what it should be, it's not. You're using it for something that it was never meant to be used for. Tough times gets our attention. Tough times. Gideon finds himself there. Why in the world am I here? The scripture says that they were poverty stricken. They were starving. And it was at this moment that they cried unto God. I don't know why it took them seven years. Pastor, I don't know why it takes people so long. They bump along, hide, and and try to make it. Try to figure out their finances on their own, and God's got a plan. Okay? Try to keep their marriage together, and God's got a plan. Try to keep their kids coming to church, and God's got a plan. Poverty stricken, barely making it. Hiding, hiding at a wine press, just trying to get by. That's never been the will of God for a child of God. Come on. That's never been the will of God for a child of God. You're not supposed to be just barely hanging on on this Sunday morning. This is a, te- this is a place of victory. This is a place of victory. This is a place of breakthrough. Come on, you're God's child. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Why had God not rescued them? Because they had not asked him to. You know why some of you still where you are? You hadn't asked. You hadn't surrendered. I'm going to just do it my way. I'm just going to hold on. I'm just going to make it. I'm still here. But it's not God's will for you just to be here. We're planting. We're watering. And here comes the Midianites. Come on, somebody. And they take it. You got Gideon hiding over here in a wine press, just trying to get enough to survive another day. I'm going to make it. Oh, is anybody tired of survival? (laughs) Come on, is anybody tired of just getting by? Come on, I'm not just preaching about your your natural, your your finances. Uh, Some of you might be, you might have more money in the bank than you know what to do with, uh, but you're just surviving spiritually. Come on, somebody. Oh, they sing my song, I'm gonna dance. I'm talking about learning how to dance in the storm. I'm talking about learning how to not just survive because I got to. I'm talking about finding a place of deliverance. Oh, somebody ought to shout in this house. Somebody ought to, I know it's Sunday morning, but somebody ought to shout in this house today. I'm gonna surrender my will. Sometimes we just stay where we are, poverty stricken, starving, not not accomplishing. It's never the will of God for you to hide at a wine press. Praise the Lord, somebody. Praise the Lord, somebody. 
I'm going to try to get you out of here by two, but uh, I feel the Holy Ghost in this house today. Oh, hallelujah. I cannot tell you it's God's grace that lets you go through the hard stuff. It's God's grace. Some of you are looking at the trouble saying, I don't know how I'm going to make it. Can I tell you that God loves you enough <clears throat> to put you. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, what have I got, what have I got to do, Pastor? What have I got to do, Brother Rowley? You got to surrender. How long has it been since you just cried out to God? Praise the Lord, somebody. Can I tell you, he wants to be the center of your life. He puts you in such a situation uh, that you uh, cannot be happy. Everything that's going on in your life right now, it's not to kill you, uh, it's to draw you closer to God. Gideon, Gideon would have never been in Hebrews chapter 11 if he hadn't found himself in a place of despair. But because of where he was, he cried unto the Lord. Praise the Lord. See, God sees things differently than we see them. Verses 7 through 12, you find that God saw things. Gideon, Gideon, Amen. He, he, he might have been slow coming to God. But God's never slow to respond. Amen. This Sunday morning, right now, can be the turning point. You don't have to wait till tonight. You don't have to wait till your favorite evangelist comes. You don't, come on. Come on, if I'm going to be away from home on Sunday, I want the Holy Ghost to do something on this Sunday morning at Bethlehem Church. Come on, deliverance comes through your surrender, young person. Deliverance comes through your surrender, adult. Deliverance comes through your surrender. You just got to be willing to cry and he'll respond. Come on, somebody came in here defeated. You can leave out of here with some victory. Some of you came in here didn't know that you can make it, but you can make it. Come on, let's, cra- let's praise him. Come on, let's praise him. Come on, let's praise him in this house. Would somebody shout unto the Lord? Come on. It's not God's will for you to barely make it. It's not God's will for you to barely make it. It's not God's will for you to hide at a wine press. It is God's will for you to live in victory. He still sees you as a mighty warrior. He sees you as a mighty man of valor. He sees you as a mighty woman of valor. He sees you as a young person that is mighty. Can I preach to somebody here today? God sees it differently. You're trying to survive. And God said your deliverance comes through your surrender. If you would just... Come on, come on somebody. I'm talking about uh, it ain't the tempo of the music. Uh, It's not what's going on uh, except you know uh, that you know uh, I've got to have deliverance. Uh, I've got to have breakthrough. Uh, I've got to have something change in my life uh, today. Oh, somebody shout in this house. God's waiting on somebody that'll just throw your hands up. Gideon 
didn't see himself the way God saw him. You know what? The devil's been lying to many of you, telling you that God only uses special people. God only uses those people that's gifted and talented and got it. No, God uses ordinary people. He uses surrendered people. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in this house. Ooh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. You're born again. You're blood bought. You're blood washed. You're God's child. You're the friend of God. You are his masterpiece. You have been justified. You've been freed from ever, from, forever from condemnation. Come on. You're adopted into the family of God. You're a citizen. You are a citizen of heaven. Come on, you belong to God. You can't be separated from his love according to Romans chapter eight. Can I tell you, you've got everything that you need. I said you've got everything that you need to live in deliverance. You've got everything that you need to live in victory. I said you've got everything that you need to live in victory. You just got to make up your mind. I'm not going to sit here and talk about who I'm not. I'm going to talk about who I am. I'm a child of God. I might not can sing, but I can shout. I, come on. about it and Gideon was no different than us then if it's God is so much of a miracle worker then why am I where I'm at why in the world where's the miracles where is the miracles where is the miracles why am I in this mess Deliverance comes through surrender. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody's got to be willing to pray a prayer of surrender. When God begins to talk to you, God don't talk about where he found you. God says you're a mighty person of valor. And then God says, I want you to go in your strength. Because you are a deliverer for Israel from Midian. I'm sending you. I am with you. Praise the Lord. Gideon said, I'm the weakest among my brethren. I'm the youngest of my family. I have no influence in my tribe of people. He made all of the excuses that he could. But it was in his surrender that deliverance came. Stop making excuses because your last name is not somebody else's you think it should be. Stop talking about what you don't have and start rejoicing in what you do have. Stop talking about what's wrong and start talking about what's right because our God can use anybody that will surrender. Come on, somebody stand to your feet. Let's give him some praise. Come on, somebody give him some praise in this house. God help me. God help me today. Come on, would you praise him? Would you get somebody by the hand and just lift it up? Come on, sometimes we let our hand clapping do what our voices should do. Let's lift up some praise with our voices. Come on, let's lift up our praise with some voices. It's in your surrender, sister. It's in your surrender today, brother. If you want God to deliver you, he's a delivering God. If you want God to make a way, he'll make a way. Come on, shout louder. 
Shout louder. Shout louder. Come on, somebody shout. Come on, somebody shout. Come on, somebody shout in this house today. There's deliverance. There's deliverance. There's deliverance. There's deliverance. There's deliverance for a backslider today. There's deliverance for a child of God today. There's deliverance. Come on. Deliverance is in your surrender. Somebody needs to abandon yourself to praise. Come on. Give him praise. Come on, come on. On Wednesday afternoon, the Holy Ghost spoke to me about this church and he said he wants to bring some deliverance to some people today that you felt like that you could never break free. You take two steps forward and you get knocked back three. You try but nothing ever changes. You gotta stop trying in your own power and you gotta surrender to the power of God. Come on, you gotta be a, you gotta be somebody that says, I'll walk away from whatever I gotta walk away. There's a lot of football players that's come and gone and nobody knows them because a higher cause didn't grip them. Can I tell you, a higher cause needs to grip somebody here today that says, it ain't about me, it's about God. It's about the work of God. Gideon, this is not just about you. Listen to me, brother. It's not just about you. Uh, Listen to me, sister. It's not just about you. Uh, Young person, it's not just about you. Uh, It's about your youth group. It's about your husband. It's about your wife. Uh, It's about this church. Uh, It's about this community. Uh, Come on. Come on. I walk through a building over here that's unfinished. Uh, I agree with your pastor. God's going to make a way uh, where there seems to be no way. Uh, But it's going to take some people. Come on, come on somebody. It's not just the, it's just not the hundred or so that gets in the front of this building. It's gotta be at the back of the church to the front of this church to left or right. I've surrendered, I've surrendered. I know my casa. God in his patience. God in his patience. You fleece the Lord just like Gideon has. Well, God, you're standing. They come to the music. Well, God, if, if the ground's wet and the fleece is dry, vice versa. Some of you have, some of you have tested God. Well, if it's really... Well, maybe we need to sit down a little bit. <laughs> well, but if when, where, okay, okay, now we'll go. And then God says, no, that's not, that's not surrender. You got too many. This is not about, this is about me. This is about surrendering your will. This is not about you getting glory. This is not about you. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Gideon, you got too many men. It's not by your might. It's not by your power. But it's by the Spirit of God that victory is going to come. Come on. Come on. Can I tell you... uh, Accomplishing God's purposes is not determined by the bottom line on a finance sheet. It's not accomplished by the size of a congregation. It's not about the efficiency of our plans. We need all of those. We need to know what the bottom line is. We need the congregation to grow. We need efficient plans. But what we need more than anything is surrendered people. That says, this is not about me. 
come on, this is not about me. This is not my church. This is God's church. This is not about just my family. This is the family of God. Oh, I wish somebody would shout in this house. I said, I wish somebody would shout in this house. Can I tell you deliverance? Deliverance came because somebody said, I'll blow a trumpet, I'll break a vase, and I'll shout. Can I tell you deliverance comes in your surrender? Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Something's, something's happening. Something's happening right now. Something's happening right now. You come in here bound, but you're going to leave here free. You come in here. You come in here with your head hanging low. I know you're standing and sitting and saying it's okay, but no, you're living. You're living in bondage. You're hiding at a wine press trying to survive. There's too many good things happening at Bethlehem Church for your family, for your family not to be in deliverance. Come on, come on, that's it. Let's let the Holy Ghost. Come on, from front to back, left to right. Come on. Come on, my God shall supply all of our need according to his riches and glory. Come on, that's it. The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is going to bring some deliverance today. Come on, I said the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is going to bring some deliverance today. The Holy Ghost is going to bring some deliverance today. But it's in your surrender. It's in your surrender. It's in your willingness to say, God, I thought I knew what I had to have, but I surrender. Come on, will somebody surrender today? I'll surrender my plans. I'll surrender my ideas. I'll surrender. I'll surrender. Come on, is there a Gideon here today? Can I tell you, there's deliverance. There's deliverance. There's deliverance. There's deliverance. There's deliverance. But it's in your surrender. is doing it. Come on, let's pray around this building. Let's pray. Come on. Somebody needs to pray a prayer. Surrender. If you're a backslider today, surrender your life to God. Come on. Come on. Right where you're sitting. Right where you're standing. Come on. Come on. Somebody say, I surrender all. I surrender everything. Come on. I need young people. I need young people praying. I need young people praying. I need adults that surrender. Not my will, not mine, but I want your will to be done, God. Come on, deliverance is in your surrender. Come on, don't keep trying to do this on your own. Don't keep trying to do this on your own. Don't keep trying to fix your problems. God, let God change your situation. Come on, 
God, I surrender everything to you today, God. Come on, I'm not going to hold anything back from God today. Come on, come on, pray across the building. Come on, pray. Come on, surrender. Surrender. Surrender.
just be another Sunday morning? Come on, this is a Sunday of deliverance. Come on, it's in your surrender. one for another. Ask the Lord to bless. Ask the Lord to bless. Ask the hand of God to move. Thank you, Lord Jesus. That's right. You're releasing blessings by your words right now. By the words you're speaking over your brother, your sister, your church family. You're releasing blessings in their lives. Singing this song, I surrender. 
course, the message from the Lord was your deliverance comes through your surrender. And so I need to tell you today that there's more to surrender than coming to an altar and having an emotional experience. Part of that surrender is you being baptized in Jesus' name. The only name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Baptism is a portal to a new life. The Bible says when you're baptized, old things are passed away. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that awesome? Old things are passed away and behold, all things become new. Baptism is a portal to a new life. And that's a way of surrender. Amen. And if you want to be baptized today, we've got clothes, we've got towels, we've got, we've got preachers to baptize you. We've got, we, I think in one of those rooms, we've even got a hair dryer. You can dry your hair before you go out. And so we've tried to do everything we can. Lord Jesus, let's pray together. God, I thank you for what you've done and the word we've heard. A word, God, that is timely and appropriate for every one of us. Lord, for the member that's been here that's felt stuck and they've asked the question that Gideon asked, if God is for me, then why? Why is my enemy still fighting? And so God, we know that you're with us even when we feel like we're struggling in vain. And God, for that person that their life has been in turmoil, and God, you've give, you're giving them today the opportunity to surrender and step into deliverance. I pray, God, that you would give them the conviction to obey your word, to repent and be baptized in your name. And God, they can be filled with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. God, I pray that you would anoint each one of us today. And God, let your glory rest on us in Jesus' name. Everybody said amen. If you're interested in, me, in being baptized, all you got to do is tell somebody close to you. They'll help you and, and connect you. And it, it's going to be an awesome time for your life. Be before you start fellowshipping, before you start fellowshipping, turn me up a couple of notches, Brother Zach. Before you start fellowshipping, thank you, but I like that. Every family in this church needs to support at least one missionary. You will release a blessing in your life. Last year, listen to me, I'm going to close in a minute. But last year we had, a, we had a family. We had about four or five cards left. And this one family came and they said, we're going to take all these cards and we're going to support them. And they reported to me a couple of weeks ago that last year was the best year their business ever had. You cannot go wrong by supporting missions. Amen. God bless you. You're dismissed. We'll have a great time tonight. Be in the prayer room at 6 o'clock.